When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're here to entertain you. We'll sing your songs. Hey there. Are you obsessed with things that happened before your time? Well, if you are, join me, the host of Before My Time, Gelsey Laurie, to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing along. Of doing the 2023 coverage. Yeah. You know, now it's kind of just like picking stuff out of our brains as they happen. But you actually grabbed a 2024 thing. I did. I to did. kick this off. Dude, it's uh, so funny. Because honestly, if you think about it, 2024 is already kicking off in January with some Christmas bangers. I mean, yeah, <laughs> there's been some good this, Christmas things that dropped. Uh, the new season of True Detective is set in December. Okay. Um, it's, it's, hey man, that's two... Christmas things that I enjoyed more than 90% of the Christmas lineup from 2023. So we're fucking rocking. So I have to ask you what your thoughts are on the Ted TV show, because I only watched this episode out of context and I don't really know how I feel about it. I am not by nature a Seth MacFarlane fan. Neither am I. So I don't like family guy. I don't like American dad. I don't really like the Ted movies. But for some reason, this show really fucking clicked with me. See, and that is what so many people are saying. And I think that that's why I'm kind of confused because I watched this and I there was not a smile across my face for a second. I was like, okay, actually, that's not true. There was one part where I was like, ooh, that's well done. But I guess there was something about this that just didn't work for me. And I don't know what it is. Me neither. Because this this worked real hard for me. <laughs> like, like, this worked real hardcore for me. I didn't write down too many notes. But one of the notes that I wrote down is, like, this Bill Cosby joke is exactly what I expect from Seth MacFarlane's humor. Where, like, the dad's, like, just watching TV and he's, like... And then there's old, but, old Bill Cosby. 
Yeah, there's a Bill Cosby commercial. And he's just like, I bet Bill Cosby doesn't get treated like this. I bet he's swarmed by women who love him and want to be like, it's like yeah. one of those things where it's just like so in the know and on yeah. the nose that I'm just like, God, this is a fucking Seth MacFarlane show so, if I've ever seen one. I feel like there's not too many of those exact moments in yeah. this, which usually I didn't see. I didn't out. see that many of them. Exactly. Yeah, like that was the only one that fills just, out Family Guy. I feel like yeah. that's my issue with Family Guy is it always has to be referencing something. Yeah, it's never just acting on its own. I also think yeah. that there was like a certain point. I think I've hit a point where the Boston accent isn't as funny to me as it used to be. And I feel yeah. like half of this show, you know what it was? I really, really, really liked F is for family. The Bill Burr cartoon on okay, Netflix, yeah. which was, which is a lot like this. You know what right. I mean? Like it's, it's like grouchy dad, progressive kid yeah. growing up in the seventies, all heavy Boston accent thing. And I was like, I think my problem was that this one just felt like it there's too much in it where I'm like what what time period are we in? 90s. No, no, I mean I get oh, that okay. it's the 90s. I like, like I get that God it's a damn, 90s. I don't think Matt watched this. <laughs> no, like I get I get that it's a 90s show, but then yeah. they keep dire- like it's almost like it's directly referencing shit from the 2023s and 2024 like Yeah. I was alive in the 90s. Like, no one said the words, like, sexual fluidity in 1990. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't, I feel like the language, it's, it just was like really weird. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't make it all click in my head. And I also may have just been tired. I put it on at like 1030 at night, which maybe was just like the wrong time to watch it. But I think you're reading too much into what is obviously a dumb dick and fart stoner comedy show. <laughs> that's but that's it. I mean, it could be that too. Like there was just a lot of stuff. But what I did like, one of my favorite moments is towards the very end where the dad Maddie goes out and apologizes, and apologizes yeah. to Blair. And I'm like, this is really well done. Like mm-hmm. I do think the the pro the biggest problem I have with Seth MacFarlane yeah. is similar to something that I've said about Kevin Smith for the last twenty years, is like Seth MacFarlane does sincerity really really well, mm-hmm. and also seems to run from it like the plague with yeah. almost everything that he creates. But like when he did case in point Christmas talking about Christmas when he did that like Christmas album or that jazz standards yeah, album so like. Good. There's not a joke to be found. He nope. just sincerely wants, like, I think that whenever Seth MacFarlane's sincere, I like it so much more than when Seth MacFarlane is being funny. And similarly to Kevin Smith, I think Seth MacFarlane is someone I would love to talk to as yeah. a person. Like, he seems like a genuinely good, kind person. guy. Mm-hmm. I just don't enjoy any of his output over the last, like, 20-something years. Again, similarly to Kevin Smith. Like, I think Kevin Smith is a good dude, and man, did he make movies that meant a lot to me, but he hasn't made a movie that's meant a lot to me in a long-ass time. And yet I still root for him. I still want him to, like, knock something out of the park for yeah. me. I just, my my expectations that he will gets lower and lower with everything. Like, even Clerks 3 that we both liked, like, yeah. The dramatic parts in that movie worked fine, but the comedy is still, like, just not there. It feels like he can't find what the 2024 version of his comedy is, and it's like, motherfucker, just do the 90s version of your comedy. Yeah. Like, it's like the same thing with people trying to put the Muppets in modern day, and it's like, no, the Muppets should always feel like they're out of touch and out of date. Like, that's what they are. 
is like an, a forgotten act from vaudeville. They should just never stop being <laughs> like out of touch yeah. with, with the times. That's a long rant that's going nowhere. But anyway, the plot of Ted episode, <laughs> episode six from season one, Loud Night. Yeah. Um, is just about, you know, you know the setup of Ted from the movies. Wishes yeah. on a shooting star that his bear would come to life. Bear comes to life. It talks like Seth MacFarlane. Uh, and this is now him in high school and what it's like having this teddy bear best friend. What I do love about the world of both the movies and the TV show Ted is that, like, it's not like Alf where this is, like, a secret that has to be yeah, hidden no. from like everybody. People just accept it. Like, oh, that's just fucking Johnny's fucking teddy bear. Yeah, it's just this teddy bear that's always walking around <laughs> cursing and talking about shit. <laughs> You've got two basic plot lines. Plot line number one is that Ted goes to church. Here's the story of Jesus and how there was this immaculate conception. Dude, I don't and, know how you don't find this hilarious. And he Ted was just like, that I, must, that I must be episode. Jesus. Uh, it's, <laughs> the whole back and forth between him and the priest had me dying. He's like, I don't know. I sound like Jesus. He's like, well, yeah. Jesus has love in his heart. And he goes, one minute. Boop. I love you. It sounds like I got love in my heart too. Yeah. <laughs> that did make me smile. He he the 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 I love you plays and he goes, You were saying. Yeah, um, you, but you were saying? Oh god. But and there was a star. Hey, there was a star there, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. see, I had a star too. <laughs> <laughs> it's I I wish I loved it. I wish I did because I'm like, I, I should love this. Really? The, you surprised. know when you're watching something that you don't like and every single element of it, you're like, I should love this, and yeah. I don't understand why. Dude, and I have plenty I, of that. Yeah, and I can't pinpoint it because I'm yeah. like I everybody who's who's taste in things I love and respect fucking loves this show. I really dig it. And I don't like going back to what we were saying before. I am not a Seth MacFarlane guy. I never liked Family Guy. Um I didn't like the other animated shows that he had. Um I didn't really the like Cleveland the Cleveland show is definitely the worst of all of them. Cleveland yeah. show is really fucking bad. And the movies, honestly, the Ted movies felt mean-spirited. Like yeah. a lot of it felt very mean spirited. I will say that this didn't feel mean. No. Like I never felt even with what the second subplot tackles, yep. like it never felt mean spirited. Mm-hmm. And I do I do like that. So to put this into context, uh we finished the show, which is only like eight episodes. Um, we finished the show and I was like, let's put the movie on. Like maybe the movie is better than I remember. And we got through forty five minutes and I was like, let's do something else. And not because we hated it, but I have no desire to go back to it. Like, I just, I don't. There's a difference in the Ted character, I feel like. I feel like in the movie, Ted, the character, leaned much more into, oh, look, it's a dickhead cursing teddy bear. Like, the first two, the the movies themselves. Where this feels like, <laughs> the, oh, it's just Johnny's friend who also happens to be a teddy bear. Like, it's just two dudes getting high and doing stupid shit. There's a bond between the two, and they care about other people. And I feel like in the movies, Ted was a horrible influence and shit like that. And it's like, dude, how do you not see how destructive this is? I don't see, if you were to reverse them, I don't see this version of Ted becoming like this family becoming who they became in the movies. Okay. And, and and I definitely prefer this version. Um, I will say rewatching this episode this morning, all I want to do is go back and rewatch it from the beginning. 
it, it's got some great quotable lines. You can just turn your brain off. I, but I also, I understand what you're saying because I went into this, like, I'm not going to like this. No. I and like I Seth went into it. I went into it being like, everybody that I know loves this show. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. We're here to entertain you. We'll sing your songs. Hey there. Are you obsessed with things that happened before your time? Well, if you are, join me, the host of Before My Time, Gelsey Laurie, to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing along. where it was created or what it wants, but those who have been entranced by its musings chant its blood-curdling name in unison. Find Horror Movie Night on your favorite podcasting app or at hmnpodcast.com. I was also wildly caught off guard by the length of the episode. All of the episodes are like 45 to an hour. Yeah, I was like, What? Like, this yeah. is a sitcom. This is the most sitcom of sitcoms. Yeah. How was this 45 minutes? Which is fine. The other plot that I kind of, I, I don't know. This is where, like, it's I up. have this hard issue. Yeah. Is, and maybe this is, we're going to get a little personal here. Okay. The dad on this show reminds me a bit too much of my own family in the sense of, like. I can get behind that. I yeah. am, I am, like, the lone progressive in my family. So, like. Yeah. What, while I appreciate what they're doing with this, I'm also like, this is like, I am not a person who throws the word triggered around, but I was like, man, this is hitting too close. Like, this is like too close that. to like sitting at the dinner table, not saying anything and just hoping that like the awkward politics conversation or the awkward like jokes just kind of like move on and we can like and- get back to being a family. And this episode is real heavy on that. Yeah. And even when you get to the end during the apology, Yes, it's heartfelt, but it's still very like I'm sorry for offending you more yes. than I'm sorry for what I said. Yeah, like that's exactly. kind of where the father. Lies. But that's what I like is that, that that's real. Yeah, like I that think that that's real. actually that's like genuine. But yep. I think now that we're talking about, it, I think that that's what it ultimately was. Was like I think that this show, I think that this show probably works more with people who don't have to already deal with that in their day-to-day yeah. life as like as like a funny like oh they're so out of touch type thing yeah. and for me I'm just like man this is this is too this is too close of a snapshot of what like certain family gatherings feel like for me so I would to, highly like, find recommend it comedic <laughs> I would highly recommend checking out like the first episode or maybe episode okay. two instead um because this episode really does lean into the dad's beliefs um, the other episodes, yeah, he pops up and he's an asshole. I mean, just like he is in this episode, but yeah. it's not the main plot point. Most yeah. of the plot points, honestly, this episode, our two main characters, Ted and I keep saying Johnny, is that his name? 
I don't remember. I think John. But yeah, yeah they're barely and in John, it. Yeah, they're, they take a, a back seat heavily in this episode. They're like maybe 10 to 15 minutes of the 45 yeah. minutes of the episode. It's yeah. way more about Blair coming out. Mm-hmm. And so question. Yes. Did the So you watch in order. Did the audience already know about Blair and Sarah I before this? I don't think so. So, okay. so this was revealing out, to the family and yeah. the audience simultaneously. Yes. So you, fi- I mean, you could probably draw. I'm sure you to could do it. Yeah. Yeah. But there, I don't think there was anything that was obvious. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna. I don't want to spoil Ted. Um, but <laughs> 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 earlier in the season, uh, Ted and John want to buy weed because they've they've never smoked before. I can't remember the exact reason why they need to buy weed, but there's a reason for it. Um, so they go to this apartment and in the apartment is Sarah and she's the one that's going to sell them weed. And then, uh, Beverly comes out from the bathroom and she is actually the one that is the, the drug dealer, quote unquote, drug dealer is Beverly. Um, so they've been around each other before they're best friends, but I don't think you get like a, a full reveal until this episode. I'd have to rewatch it again. To figure it okay. out, but um, no, that's totally fine. Um, yeah. but yeah, so the subplot with the dad is that he is the the wife. His wife is cleaning out the basement, finds his toy truck from childhood, yeah. is planning to get rid of it, and he's like, "No, it's my favorite toy truck." Um, and that another part that did make me chuckle is he's showing how much fun he has with the toy truck. I know what and Ted, talking about. And Ted and the son are like, "Hey, that does look like fun. Can we play with that?" And he's like, "No." <laughs> and and Ted's just like. Get, Oh yeah, like they're like <laughs> genuinely bummed, um, because it does. He looks like he's having a great time. And what like, is it? What is Ted go? Ted starts leaning into the into what the some of the racism. Are, he goes, "Can I play the with the toys now?" He's he's like, "You're right. Those immigrants shouldn't be coming here." Hey, this teddy bear knows what he's talking about. Now, can I play with the truck? No. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That uh, that that got me. Uh, that got a smile out of me. But yeah, so he. As he's falling asleep at night, he stares at a shooting star, yeah. and next thing you know, he wakes up, and his toy truck now talks similar to Ted. Yeah. But what we find out is that his wish wasn't for the toy truck to talk. Yeah. It was for someone that agrees with him to be in the house. Exactly. And he was already, as he was watching TV with the truck and pretending that the truck was talking... He was having the truck not like you don't hear anything. Yeah, but he'll just be like, "Well, glad you said it, Dennis, because I certainly like." He he's kind of like imposing a a belief structure yes. Yes. onto this this dump truck. Um, and dear the God, the dump truck is, is the worst. So if it, the it is, absolute it is worst, all of the worst parts of Twitter. Yeah. Um, as a toy, in verbal form. <laughs> yeah, as it's, a toy. It's uh, really bad. Somebody, and then, uh, I think Beverly refers to him as Truck Hitler, and I think yeah. you could probably say that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then the big reveal at the end is that the truck is actually gay and uh, has yeah. been projecting this whole time, which is like, what? I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like we've gotten. To, we've, like, I was gonna say we've done. I, that is yeah. that is absolutely a plot twist that I've seen. Yeah. Far too many times now. I'm just like, all right, fine. Like whatever you need to do to write this character. I think out that's for the that was episode. one of the bits. And early on is the dad who's like, I think he's like, have fun with your gay cookies, and then tosses his scarf over his neck. And yeah. Ted brings that up, and it's and I think Beverly's like, it's always the homophobes. So that yeah. kind of comes up again towards the end. 
What a strange yeah, fucking bit. <laughs> I mean, like I said, this is not going to be... I'm not rushing out to watch this. Maybe I'll check it out later. Yeah. Definitely not going to be like a yearly watch for me. Or no, no, like no, 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 no. This is not This is not a great Christmas episode. This is one of those moments where this you This is a like, very like barely a Christmas episode for a yeah. large chunk of it. Like it yeah. covers like... I think the, the mom's storyline but... is mainly the Christmas portion. And that's the mom wants to sing and wants her husband to come watch her sing. That and, also... Uh, t- that, that pulled my heartstrings a little bit. When yeah. when she uh, when she when got she, a karaoke kara- machine, <laughs> yeah, he gets her the karaoke machine. Um, that got I was like, all right, that's cute, that's yeah. sweet, I like that. No yeah. no notes. It's so um, honestly the rest of the show. I I totally understand where you're coming from. The rest of the show is very inconsequential. Like okay. it's it's not heavy I, really at all. I'll have to at some point. I'm sure I'll get around to it. I'm yeah. You know, we're recording this the day that uh, the new season of Clone High just dropped, so that's Did top it? priority right now. Yeah, I got to get on Max and watch season three. This is the second season since the comeback, or is yes. this the okay? Yes. So I'll be I'll be diving headfirst into that as soon as we stop recording. Nice and uh, binging that. Um, Dylan. Yeah, man. You're my you're my best friend. You're my little buddy. You're my you're my talking Teddy. Oh my God, <laughs> Matt! If I could wish upon a star right now, it would be to have you here sitting next to me, so you can agree with everything I have to say. <laughs> hey, buddy! I'm right here. <laughs> whoa, oh, whoa. obsessed with things that happened before your time? Well, if you are, join me, the host of Before My Time, Gelsey Laurie, to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 